Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to Sunday Arts Magazine, Will Huxley from the Huxleys. Yay! (laughs) Thanks very much for having me. (laughs) Our absolute pleasure. It's always a treat to have you guys on. And you guys are always so busy. Yeah, we have, but yeah, we're saturating the market. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you can't turn around without um, treading over one of your costumes. <laughs> Glitter everywhere. Glitter everywhere. So, um, we'll give us a bit of a background for those who have been living under a rock. Who are the Huxleys? We sort of think of ourselves as like queer terrorists that are just <laughs> spreading joy and like radical joy, I call it at the moment. Um, we are multidisciplinary artists, so we make costumes, video, photography, uh, and we our work sort of sets out to bring some magic and escapism to everyday life by basically taking away the idea that you can be of boundaries. So you know you can be anything or anyone, or create any shape, any gender. And and our artwork creates this freedom, and we just want everyone to feel that sense of joy and freedom. Mm. And, but what I find absolutely fascinating is that uh, you, you both you know, like, um, know the world of photography and filmmaking and, and the fact that um, most of your photo shoots you actually are using clickers and filming it yourself, uh, which I, I find absolutely fascinating on how interesting they are. But, but then, the, uh, Will, the making of the costumes, you've just taught yourselves along the way and you know, like, where your costumes are absolutely spectacular. Oh, thank you. Well, they're so impractical that no one else would probably want to wear them or make them. Um, and, and you can't find patterns for the things because so, we, we draw everything. And a lot of them come from surreal art or data or, you know, looking back at art history of shapes and, and surrealism. And, and so you have to kind of make your own pattern and create. You know, it's all trial and error, really. So we just make things together. And a lot of times there's a lot of failures. But um, it's just fun to dream up something new uh, and and that's kind of what what we keep doing and and we work together and you know in our photo shoots there's lots of things that go wrong but yeah, we use timers and there's lots of running back and forth and yeah it's well, ridiculous. You, yeah you've told us um uh told me of a story that you were down the beach one day and uh, and your props blew away and you, you really didn't have anyone to help you tell us that story no i was Oh, I was dressed as an inflatable starfish uh, <laughs> in, in high heels on, on the beach, um, but also photographing at the same time. And uh, the wind picked up and <laughs> Garrett's costume blew off down the, down the beach and so did my flash. And I was trying to run in heels in sand, which is very impractical. And some people up above, this was a, up near Black Rock, they were looking down on the beach. And I was like, what are they thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Nutcases doing this most impractical and sand does not go well with with fashion or with technology so yeah that's just one of the kind of uh occupational hazards for us and and the fact is that you know like you're taking them out on the street you know like uh so therefore you know like you're getting cars driving by tooting going you know like giving you a hard time what how do you turn off and just concentrate on what you're doing 
Well, we actually love going out onto the street because you take your art to places that people may not want to see it and also may not have a chance to see it. And one of our heroes was Lee Bowery, the Australian performance yeah. artist. And he did a lot of his work um, like in the public sphere. And it's so, like, it, it's really generous when you see something spectacular on the street because <laughs> you're not expecting it. But it does, it does make it hard to, you know, sometimes to switch off. But, um, we just like, I mean, because we, we live together, we've been romantically, we've been together for like 17 years now. So we, um, we have our little things we like to do, watching the Golden Girls. But <laughs> 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 uh, uh, we're always thinking of new things to make and do. Yeah. So. But I love the fact that, you know, like a part of you using yourself as installations within your, you know, like with your costumes and you as, as um, artists, but then you go to um, events and all of a sudden you just wander through dressed in your wonderful, crazy outfits and, and no one really knows you there apart from the people who have organised it. And here you are at corporate gigs. Yes, well, we have to make money to make sequins and cost quite a bit of money. But it, it, it's exciting because you, you're, again, like, our work is very queer, and that's a big part of what we do is, is celebrating our queerness and our relation and our love. And when you put that extreme queer kind of shape, like costumes and in more sort of mainstream or corporate environments, you're actually changing people's minds more than the people that are actually already on board. Like, yep. you're challenging people and I actually kind of like it's tougher work sometimes to go into spaces where they may not be comfortable with you but those are the people that you want to try and reach and say hey the like the smile like laugh this is this is joyful. It's not as scary as we look. <laughs> yeah, well, I was, I was sad to miss the interview last time uh, where you discussed Disgraceland, um, but it sort of yeah. makes me think of that, taking it on the road and uh, meeting a lot of people that you probably wouldn't ever meet at uh, one of your shows or um, events. How was that? Yeah, well, with Disgraceland, the photos were taken in regional, mainly regional Victoria, mm -hmm. And we had a lot of uh, strange interactions with farmers. <laughs> and, you know, and there was a, a little town called Chilton and we shot some photos outside of Chilton. And that was like all these farmers pulled up in their trucks. Like they had, we were dressed in giant wigs, green faces, really tight bums with like, <laughs> like just blinding sequins. It was 30 degree heat. And they were kind of, first of all, frightened. But then when, it, and by the end, they were watching and they came up and chatted to us and, we made them laugh, and they ended up getting photos with us. And one of them wanted to try on the wig, and oh, they were the kind of, they were they looked a bit like someone from Wake and Fright. At first, I was like, we may end up in the back of this view, but um, mm. we, yeah, we charmed them because you've got to make like I've always life that if you make someone laugh, like even in school when I used to get bullied, which was all the time, but if I could distract people with some humor and like ridiculousness. It was kind of like a way of, of breaking the ice, and, and we do that in um, when we, yeah when we, when we feel that we might challenge someone. Yeah. I think if you can make them smile, it's a good thing. Now you've you've got a big midsummer uh, festival coming up. Uh, it's called Bloodlines, and it's at Abbotsford Convent. Which uh, the the last exhibition you did there, uh, Neil and myself were there at it. Uh, so what, what can, what's different about this exhibition? And But then there is, you know, the opening night performance, uh, which is free, and quilt making and artist talks. You're doing everything. <laughs> yeah, well, we love to bring the community in. And 
this project is for for us the most um, important project we've ever done, and it, it means the most to us. So, Bloodlines is a tribute to all the heroes that we lost to HIV and AIDS, all our artists that were like shining beacons to us growing up, seeing and then seeing them disappear. You know, it was it's had this lifelong effect on us where we feel we owe artists such a debt. People like Sylvester and Keith Haring, Lee Bowery, Robert Maplethorpe, Peter Tully, David McDiarmid, they were all such fearless, incredible artists and they fought so hard and made such strong work and then, you know, because of the AIDS epidemic, we, we lost these voices that just meant so much to us. It was growing up, Garrett and I didn't have many friends, but you know, in suburban places and Gold Coast and Perth. And it was uh, glimpses of these artists that gave us hope and think that there was a place that we would fit in and that we could be something spectacular. And then, you know, as young queer people, seeing them losing these voices to, to HIV and AIDS, we've just always felt that we want to pay back this debt. We see them as like queer saints. So this exhibition is us. Um, have, we've created large-scale photographic works and, and a video work and a, and a giant quilt which honour individual artists lost to HIV and AIDS and, and celebrate their legacy in a joyful, colourful way, like with an exuberant spirit, the same that these artists had. Uh, and this exhibition is our way of paying back that debt. Hmm. And also like, educating young queer people that may not... Yeah, well, that was, I was going to say that, that, you know, like all those names you were mentioning, a lot of young people wouldn't be aware of them. Uh, yeah, well, well we, we, yeah, we presented this work, a part of this work at um, Sydney World Pride oh, right. and yep. Sydney Festival. And we had some beautiful experiences with young queer people saying, you know, who is Sylvester? Who was Hibiscus from the Coquettes? And you got to tell these stories. But also, we met all these beautiful queer elders that told us about. As icons that we didn't know about. I'd never heard of Brenton Heathcote, an incredible Australian artist that we lost. And we learned about all these people that we should know about and we should be celebrating. So we learned and we were also able to share stories. And we had William Yang come and speak with us. And he said this beautiful thing that as queer people, storytelling is so important because for thousands of years, our stories weren't told. We were invisible. And so it's so important. And this show is for us kind of a way of storytelling. It's telling the story of these artists and also inviting people in to tell us stories. So with our quilt making sessions, we're creating uh, new AIDS quilts in the tradition of, of the AIDS quilts that were made in the, in the late 80s and early 90s. And ours are filled with artists and, and with people who have submitted images and we print them on fabric and we sew them together and we bedazzle them with sequins and, and um, all sorts of trinkets. And that's such a beautiful way of remembering. And you can tell stories as you make the quilts. And it's just been, for me, this, is, this project is so important because we care so much about these artists. And, and it's, it's a really beautiful experience. Yeah, well, it sounds absolutely fantastic. And you, knowing you guys, you'll do a brilliant job with it. Uh, so the exhibition's on from the 21st of Jan to the 11th of Feb uh, with the event and quilt making and artist talk uh, thrown in along the way. Uh, so we'll, uh, we can find out all about it uh, through the Midsummer uh, website. So it's all there. So congratulations on what the two of you are doing because it's really important and it's so wonderful that you're coming out of Melbourne as well. Oh, thank you. And thank you for the support. 
And with the, the opening is on the 25th. There's a party where we're going to perform. We wrote a disco song called Bloodlines, which we're going to perform. Uh, and you know, we, anyone can come along. It's free. And it's going to be a joyful celebration. Brilliant. Okay. Thank you so much, Will. Thank Thanks you. for having me. Thank you so much. We've been talking to Will Huxley, who is one half of the performing group, The Huxleys. Uh, we're talking about a show called Bloodlines, which is part of Midsummer, showing at uh, Abbotsford Convent New Home, Joy 94.9, Sunday Arts Magazine. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.